So finally, you are successfully getting into the canter. And yet when you're there, there's a bounce. There's a back of a saddle that keeps hitting you and knocking you forward. How can we stop bouncing and start rolling with your horse? That's what we're going to talk about today in this episode of the podcast. Okay, let's go. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Lees and I'm a equestrian trainer and coach and I'm delighted to have you here today and hopefully this will help you if you're having any issues with your canter, especially if you don't have a trainer or coach helping you in the arena with your horse. Okay, so the canter. Last week we chatted all about how to get into the canter a little bit easier, make it a more smooth and clean transition. And this week I want to talk about what to do when you're there because for so many riders, cantering is great until it's not, okay? And what often happens is it's a case of if the horse is going really slowly, okay? Cantering's a bit like sitting trot. If it's going really slowly, you're all right, you're good. You're like, yeah, no, I can handle this. This is good. I'm up for this, okay? But as soon as there's a little bit more energy put in there, as soon as things just start to feel a little bit more engaged, yet yeah, no, it's you get people and they're literally airborne, okay? And you have this moment within the canter that each time the horse kind of is rolling back, each time you have that reset, the rider is just totally airborne, totally ahead of the movement. And what of course happens is then as they come down, they're doing so at the wrong point in the in the stride, or I suppose the wrong place when we're thinking about them moving with the horse. And the saddle literally just dunk, knocks them forward, okay? And again, it, it just re- repeats the whole cycle until either they can manage to slow things down, which becomes really difficult when you're ahead of the movement. And remember, when a rider is like this, when, when they're in this kind of airborne place, very often their legs are actually gone a little bit more forward. So even from the point of obviously the hips, but also the knees and even the ankles, okay? The whole leg is like shifted forward in the saddle. So it's really, really hard to actually have any sort of an influence, a positive one anyway, over the horse and over what's happening in the canter, which can lead them to sometimes being unable to get out of the situation. And of course, you have that unplanned dismount being the result, which is never what we want, okay? The rider or the people on the ground watching. Okay, so what can we do? Well, first and foremost, it's important to remember that your suppleness is going to be key to you being able to ride the canter. And many times I actually advise that riders begin working on this in the walk, okay? So the walk has this same kind of a rolling effect. Look, the trot does as well, but it's just a little bit more difficult to feel it in the trot. Whereas the walk, it's really obvious, okay? And you can feel this kind of this forward and back and this rolling motion of your seat bones. And you can feel them initially, you might be able to, oh yeah, no, everything's going forward and back. And then you'll actually feel, no, my seat bones are actually moving independently of each other here. This is different, okay? And you can feel all the things in the walk. And I would suggest playing with that in the walk. Like, really and truly playing with the the ability of your seat to be able to move like if you want to swing forward and then to come back and to swing forward think of like literally a swing okay it's swinging forward coming back but then later I want you to start thinking about how 
it would feel if your hips were more like a pendulum, okay? So if you imagine a pendulum, or we can, of course, talk about a swing, okay? So think of a, a, a swing that's tied to like a branch of a tree or whatever, some sort of a, a pole, okay? And the, the pole or the branch or the top of the pendulum will always remain pretty consistent okay it's going to be in one spot it's not moving about it's there okay it's consistent I don't want to say fixed or still because that that opens a whole other can of worms but it's consistent in where it is okay and then it's the bottom part the swing or the bottom the round bit of the at the bottom of the pendulum itself okay that is swinging yeah and it's going backwards and forwards okay so if we were to kind of apply this to you and your body, that if I was looking at you from a side perspective, so let's say you're working on a circle and I am in the middle of the circle and I'm watching you and your horse work around me on this circle, okay? If I was to look at you from there, I would like to see your seat being like the pendulum or the swing, okay? So like it's going back and forth. But what's really key here is we need to then be consistent through the upper body, okay? So your upper body, and that would include, I would say, the rib cage up to the shoulders and your head, okay, is all being pretty consistent and it's just the lower part of your torso, okay? And of course, down into kind of your upper thighs as well. That's creating this kind of pendulum effect, okay? We don't want your lower leg swinging. <laughs> we definitely don't want your lower leg swinging, okay? Your lower leg is not part of the pen pendulum effect, okay? It's just the the, the the seat. If you want, like, if, again, think I'm, I'm watching you and your horse from the side, it really would be the point of your hip, okay? That's where we're looking at here. And we've got the swing, and of course, there's going to be a couple of inches above and a couple of inches below that's going to obviously affect be affected by that swing as well okay so if you could apply that then to your walk what you'd begin feeling is that the more engaged through your core you can be so the more you can carry yourself self-carriage okay like really that you're think about your posture and your position and it's all good and you're carrying yourself you're holding yourself that is actually going to allow then you the freedom to begin to experience that suppleness or that elasticity, that swing through your seat, okay? And this is important because when we are cantering, there is a rolling motion. So just like in the walk, down and forwards, up and back, down and forwards, up and back. Canter is very similar. That pendulum is going to swing down and forwards. You'll often hear people saying, you scoop in the canter, scoop with your inside seat bone. It all sounds so lovely, isn't it? It always reminds me of ice cream, but you're scooping in the canter, okay? Down and forwards, but then you have to roll, you have to reset. And that's the, you're down and forwards, one, two, three, three being the very furthest point of the forwardness of the swing of your pendulum. And then you're coming up and back to reset. And it's the up and back that people get lost on and one of the big reasons is because the top parts so of the 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 branch that the swing is attached to or the the point on the clock or whatever that the pendulum is attached to that part has moved and it's actually become more forward than the swing itself or the pendulum itself it's, it's tipped forward and what ends up happening is once that's tipped forward well, there's no way the pendulum can swing back. There's nothing there to anchor the pendulum so as it can swing back against. So 
I want you to start thinking again about you and the walk. And, and I really do believe walk is a great place to practice this, okay? To really get into the nuts and bolts of what's happening and how you can like really make this work for you. But you're going to think about it. You're sitting up, you're engaged, you're carrying through your body. You're thinking about your position, your posture. You're really thinking about your self-carriage and taking responsibility for your own body in the saddle, whatever you're doing at that moment, okay? And then you're thinking about this swing, and how, yes, there is still always a movement, a softness, an elasticity, a flow through the whole body. I'm not saying your shoulders are fixed to one point, like we haven't used like a, a thumbtack and stuck you to the wall somewhere, okay? You are still swinging, yeah? You're still moving. You're, you're obviously still moving with the horse and all, but it is consistent, the upper body, okay? It's consistently um, kind of remaining in the position so as to be the the anchor I don't like using that word but we'll use it the anchor so that the pendulum can swing on it okay so it's staying there now if we take that to the canter what very often happens for many people in the canter is that they will move their shoulders okay so they <laughs> They look like they're doing some sort of funky dance moves. Their shoulders are going, okay? They're like moving, but their seat is actually remaining pretty still. So they're kind of working the pendulum upside down. They've swung the thing upside down or the swing is upside down, okay? And, you know, the shoulders are like tipping and they're moving and they're rocking and they're rolling and they're doing all the things backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And the seat is like just locked into the saddle, like it's locked tight, okay? And the seat is like very still. And what ends up happening in that situation is the seat, because it's so locked, okay, because something has to be kind of fairly consistent in order for anything else to move. So the seat being the, the consistent one, the locked one, actually blocks the canter, which causes the rider to almost double down on their efforts. Now they start really like muscling through the upper body. <laughs> shoulders and their chest and they're throwing their weight around every single stride and that is not going to help what's going to end up happening there is the horse eventually is going to just stop cantering because you're blocking it now let's put it the other way where the upper body is just too loose like there's nothing locked anywhere and I said there must be something when there isn't, this is where you get this, the whole body moves forward. The rider is like totally just floating. That You get this airborne moment, like literally, like, you know, in Canter, we talk about the moment of suspension. Yet that should apply to the horse, not the rider, okay? So you get this moment of suspension with the rider where they are like just, whew, and you're like, oh, please let them come back down where they got up from. And when they do each stride, when they touch back down, you're like, whew, okay <laughs> they lived to ride another stride and then you're hoping and praying your fingers crossed like oh please let them get the next one and every single stride becomes like that and it's not enjoyable and of course sometimes you'll get the horse that'll say okay clearly there's something going wrong here I'll slow down but then other times you get the horse who gets a little bit nervy because remember the legs everything's moving at this point the whole thing is swinging and the horse is like hey okay you're chasing me on I don't know what to do I'll go faster I'll get us out of here okay just hold on tight buddy I've got this and of course this is not what the rider wants so if you are finding that you are really and truly struggling <laughs> all this to say okay if you're finding that you're really and truly struggling to move with the horse in the canter work on it in the walk and think about that pendulum think about being consistent through the upper body that consistency coming from this place of strength through your body that you're engaged you're carrying yourself you've good posture you've good position 
and then this suppleness through the rest of your body that you can move with the horse. And again, applying this with what we spoke about last week, actually getting into the canter, you're gonna find that as soon as you're there, it's so much easier to keep it going. It is going to help so much more. Okay, I hope you found this interesting. If you would like to dive into all things canter related and go deeper on it, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash canter. Otherwise, have a super one. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.